0: Welcome to the She Will Shine podcast, where we bring you the real stories of female business owners. My name is Danielle Price, and I'm the founder of She Will Shine, a supportive business network for women. It's time to give a voice to women in business and discover their journey. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our very first isolation recording of the She Will Shine podcast with the lovely Anna Pina. How are you, Anna? Anna. I'm
1: so well. I'm so happy to be here. Thank
0: you, Danielle. Thank you for getting me back onto the podcast, which I'm really excited about. So unfortunately, you can't be on the couch there with me, sitting back there, but no. you are on your couch. So that I am on my couch.
1: couch. I'm very relaxed. I'm ready.
0: <laughs> You're ready. <laughs> so Anna is a Chinese medicine doctor at Natural Harmony traditional Chinese medicine. Have I got that all right? It's a long business name, Anna. It's a mouthful. (laughs) (laughs)
1: And you're also a doula as well? Yes, I'm also a doula, yeah.
0: (laughs) Anna, for quite a few years now. And um, every time I talk to you, Anna, you have a way of putting people at ease very naturally. And I think it's just a beautiful character trait of you personally.
1: Thank you. No, it's a, it's a huge compliment because I'm not always like that. (laughs) 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 Just saying. (laughs) I'll ask your Um, husband. (laughs) Yeah, you can. You know, I, I think it comes with the territory. I think it comes with work and, you know, having a bedside manner and making people feel like ease every day, day in, day out. So I think it sort of just comes out. But perhaps it's there already i'm not sure i, I did a lot of hospitality before i um, came into um wellness and uh, chinese medicine so i think maybe that came from that as well and um of course we have to look at our upbringing and <laughs> what we'll get, gets yeah, right. the way.
0: yeah so speaking of upbringing so you weren't born in australia
1: no so i was born in ukraine and came to australia in 1997. it's coming up actually our anniversary gosh i've stopped counting how many years that is but the day that we arrived princess die passed away oh my
0: gosh i always
1: remember that day yeah
0: that's quite an easy day to remember that you get a a memory of that every
1: year far out Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I was 11 and I arrived to Australia the first time I've ever been out of my town, out of my village. (laughs) And I arrived in Melbourne. It was a, I remember it was a great day. um, And it was sort of not, I didn't know what to expect as a kid, but I saw pictures and postcards. Were you excited? yeah, I was very excited. I was very excited about the
0: plane
1: and um, everything, anything. and Because it was so different. But we did come, I think as a kid, that's my perception. I was excited about all the little things. But we did come to Australia so my mom could support her aunt and she was unwell. She was diagnosed with uh, bowel and liver cancer and my mom was here to support her, basically. That was the, the main mission. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, 20 days after our arrival, her aunt passed away. So we um, had to, well, we had a travel visa at the time and my mum had this big decision to make, what what next? So uh, with little support or known to us at the time, um, she had to make the decision of her life to to leave her home country and to stay in a new country and make a new start. We're really lucky though because we had some some really distant family and her auntie had a tribe of women so they took us under the wing and <laughs> off we went. So um, I remember staying at different people's homes and um, even though we had a home with our uncle. But um, yeah, I remember as a kid, sort of being part of different families at the time.
0: Yeah. That's beautiful though, isn't it? So, you know, distant relatives, but all coming together to help when it's needed. And all women, but that that makes me happy. (laughs) Strong women helping each other.
1: I guess that's one thread that was always consistent in my life. My, um, my parents bleeped when I was 10, but it was sort of shaky from a very young age. And um, I had women, you know, supporting me and bringing me up. So, I, um, yeah, I can definitely say that I have strong women in the background. <laughs>
0: yeah, love the sound of that. So at what age, Anna, did you think, you know, you wanted to go down a path of helping other people? in particular women yeah
1: right um it's interesting because even when i think back to when i was little back in ukraine in my village i had moments of moments of uh trying to help my friends or like picking up plants from the ground and making little compresses i don't know i was even, i wasn't even 10 like i was eight or seven years old and I think there was something in me, something curious about that world. And um, yeah, I can say my mom My mom was that way inclined. She was into natural medicine. She wasn't in that field. She worked with kids for a long time uh, as a kinder teacher. But um, I think, gosh, when I, when I really realized that I wanted to work with women, that was my path. I think when I did my doula studies, um, and it's interesting; it didn't come earlier because uh, I had some sort of challenges with health as I was studying Chinese medicine, and Chinese medicine really helped me through each step of the way, like bit anxiety or breast lumps or other issues with my blood. There was Chinese medicine was behind me, but I think I didn't I didn't really grasp what the impact of all of that. That I could give to other women until i sat I sat in um, a circle of women of other women who were from different walks of life, different experiences, levels of experience uh, women who who supported other women in their own way, and they started telling stories and I sort of started connecting the threads of my own upbringing and my own environment that I grew up in. And I was like, oh, my God, we're connected. <laughs> and, um, you know, one of the conversations we had in that circle, the dual circle that was set in um, every week we would come in and learn, um, I, uh, the question that was asked was, what is your gift? And I remember doing a meditation about it. Um, what is your gift to give to others and you know you sort of when you're asked that question sometimes I don't know if you've ever thought about it Danielle, I'm
0: sure I I was sitting here thinking what would I say (laughs)
1: and we sort of had to meditate on this gift right
0: but the interesting
1: thing was that I already had it like I had everything that I needed to help others and so after this breaking my head, I was like forcing this gift to like, what is it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a jigsaw puzzle or something. And um, yeah, with that one piece that you just can't find. Yeah, but it's right in front of you, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be so complicated. And I remember the visual that I got, because I'm, I'm a little bit visual when, when it comes to planning or anything. So the visual that I got was a forest and there was a path and I was sort of on this path through the forest. So it was quite nature-based, but I didn't get anything specific. So I was a bit frustrated with myself, Danielle, because I really wanted to know the answers. I, I wanted to, you know, a clear path to follow, but I was on it already and I needed to trust. So I think it's a, that's probably when I started exploring that with women and how could help women and my own journey as a woman um, you know exploring motherhood even before that came my way and um, what that all looks like for me planting the seeds for myself I suppose yeah
0: Yeah, I think
1: that first year of practice I really explored all of that and um, that really clarified it for me whether I don't think I would have ended up in a different path, to be honest, but I think it just gave me clarity and reassurance and um, trust in myself more
0: than yeah, you're already You're already on the right path. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So how many <laughs> years was, ago is it now that you started your practice? So
1: I started in 2010. Um, in 2009, I finished my studies and travelled around Asia and Europe um with Aaron, my husband now. And yeah, 2010 I started. So 2020, it's um ten years. At the end of this year it'll be eleven.
0: So you started your practice from the very beginning, like you took out the space, is that correct? Yeah,
1: yeah. So I remember traveling and I thought um before I went to China to do my internship, I worked a few jobs on the side. I, didn't, I still did my hospitality. I worked in a health shop and I worked in a uh, pharmacy night times. And next door, the owner of the pharmacy, his son was a naturopath and he had a premises next door and we sort of planted some seeds. So I knew I had a room if I wanted it. So um, when I was traveling, I was deciding whether to go off on my own, take a room and pretty much navigate my own way, or maybe enter an existing practice and have some support in place. And um, I ended up just going with it, Danielle. I took the room. I remember feeling really excited. I had my my portable massage table and that was my world. And um, I was excited to make it Uh, my own and put my own touch to it um I was very lucky I had referrals you know passed on to me through the naturopath there and um yeah it was it was a really good experience and I learned I learned so much I was actually reflecting on that time I was clearing out some papers and I found some notes and um you know I actually I reckon I challenged a few people there at the time (laughs) but i now that i'm in my own space with my own team i was like oh my god what was i trying to do
0: (laughs) i was like i was making it so complicated (laughs) yeah but don't we always we always i think that's the thing as women we think things need to be more complicated yeah, what they really are, we put so much pressure on ourselves as well. That okay, we've got to tick all these boxes and make sure this is okay, and yeah, we yeah, just need to simplify.
1: Definitely, I saw I had notes from meetings, and you know, the meeting was meant to be for 15 minutes, and I had like pages of notes. I'm like, oh my god, I would have just. <laughs> yeah the growth yeah. was good the growth was good so that was that was my beginning and i had a little room to myself uh, with a naturopath and there was an osteopath there um i learned a lot from her actually and um yeah i was then starting to understand the idea of networking what networking was so I remember sort of getting to know the people within that practice and then starting to head out and meet people outside in different practices, little subgroups of people in the community. And I realized that uh, it was important to mm, come out of my own safety, place of safety, comfort zone, and start talking to people in the community about who I was and what I did. And I had to be comfortable with that. So yeah that was um that was interesting
0: yeah because you do that a lot even now still you know you're quite heavily involved in a few networking groups and about putting yourself out there
1: definitely and i think what it does for me it brings out this confidence and i can't say i think i have it in me i have it instilled in me my mom was a kindergarten teacher so I was always at the front. She pushed me. She um, encouraged me to do the performances. She, you know, I, I had to do the hosting, and um, I was sort of front of house like that when I was growing up. And I remember having knowing that I could do it, whether I wanted to at the time or not. But she built that muscle for me and i think as a as a new business owner i realized that i needed to be confident in what i'm talking about because that confidence actually translated to my clients to my patients and if i could reassure them that i had them and i had a plan for them and i knew what i was talking about as well then that result would translate into their outcomes and uh give them really good outcomes as well and i think yeah i think that that connection with other professionals uh, i really love it for that um and you know i'm not always or confident i'm not always like just waking up springing out of bed so being in that routine having constant connection with people um it's a reminder it's like a little wake me up um and that human connection, more than ever, it's so important right now, isn't it? It's, yeah, that's right. Whether we're doing it virtually or you know with our family, it's those conversations are really, really important and vital. So, yeah, I think I'll, I'll forever be doing something, Danielle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine you ever sitting still, Anna. <laughs> right.
1: I do like sitting still though. <laughs>
0: I think the only place I'd sit still is when I come and visit you in your in your clinic
1: <laughs> it's really lovely isn't it it's um it is yeah it it's good to have it's good to have that it's good to have uh that reminder a couple of weeks ago I I was unwell and it was probably my every two years I get this whatever chesty thing and uh you know I think we spoke we spoke about it briefly, and um, it was a good reminder to you know slow down the world is not going to crash if if we stop for a couple of days and you know uh, but I think there's there's some sort of rhythm you know i think i'm I'm not there perfectly, but i'm I think what I feel is when I'm in this rhythm of Looking after myself, listening to myself, um, stopping to review what's in front of me quite regularly. Um, even just sitting or going for a walk with nothing in my head, you know, nothing, no headphones, nothing. I think it gives clarity to communicate better, to to put out an intention. To create something fresh and new. Maybe there's a better way of doing something. It gives us a little bit of clarity. So, yeah, I think it's definitely needed. Can't always be on the run.
0: No, that's right. And I think, um, especially with what's happening in the world with us all at home at the minute, while some of us are run off our feet more than ever before, especially with home learning, um, there is that opportunity, I think, for that clarity because you can distance yourself somewhat from the rush. And yeah. you can sort of just sort of take a minute and go, hang on a second, what, what needs to be done here? And yeah. how can I do it in a way that will be kinder to myself?
1: Definitely, definitely. I absolutely agree with that. And I think there is a silver lining to all of this. Yes. So, yeah. uh, you know, we can start to create the environment that we want for ourselves. What do we want? What sort of environment do we want to be in? How do, we, how do we want to wake up in the morning? Like we have a little bit of freedom as opposed to, to experiment.
0: Yeah, that's right. So speaking of environment, Anna, so you now have a team working with you and working for you um, at the clinic. How do you kind of foster that environment where it is um, cultivated from that place? Um,
1: yeah there's a lot of communication um definitely so that's one thing that we do well that's something that I consciously decided to do gosh a year ago now Mm -hmm. and I said to myself if I do one thing well that has to be it because I think communication is key to all success like yeah that's right whether it's your relationship whether it's your family or study or you know work environment um there has to be two-way communication so um yeah it's that i think that's that's one thing that we've done really really well and then um i guess the other thing is that we're all in this together like we've got to step up and bring our a game because if we don't then, well, it's not going to work out. That's pretty much how we look at it. So we want to be able to support our community that we built to the best of our ability and, yeah, be there for them at this time more than ever. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's something that is our intention going forward. So um, I think we're on the same page with that.
0: Yeah. yeah working with that common goal yeah exactly. so everybody yeah exactly yeah. and how do you think it's changed so you're 10 11 years into your business now um, yeah. um around five years ago your first child was born how did yeah. things kind of change when that happened so much so much
1: when we first came to Essendon well before that actually I wasn't always in in my little room I sort of um, I worked with private midwives for a little bit, but in that sort of contracted uh, setting. Um, and then my dream was to have my own practice, my own space. So when we moved to Essendon, I remember it was so surreal. I had one new grad with me who was also a contractor at the time. And then... In the first two months, the team sort of exploded. We had all these allied health issues. And I remember, I can see myself like teaching and like training different allied health in the minuscule things regarding how to run their business or how to be within my business. And everyone was really open. Um, but it was taking a lot. It was in a lot of effort, and I think the challenge was everyone was going in different directions. But I didn't see it. Everyone was pulling in their own direction, but they just wanted to be in my place, and that was something that I didn't see. Like it wasn't clear to me. I was. Pushing in my own direction, and I wanted everyone to be on board. And I thought everyone was on board until slowly, slowly things started there was that friction points, you know. Yeah. And not until I fell pregnant and became a mom, I really had to reevaluate. And I started to understand that. Some people are just not on the same page. We are—we are not aligned with core values. Not that it was a bad thing or a wrong thing. It's just we're not aligned. How can we possibly work together?
0: <laughs> yeah, and we're not. And people
1: are not all the same. Not all yeah. the same. And I think I started to realize what my personal or professional points of frustrations were, where my boundaries were how I thought I would do this dream was not working. And I was building my own little empire over here at home. <laughs> so it started to become more of a priority. And I thought, I can't do this. I can't be everything for everyone. And did, that
0: take, um, did that take a long time to realise? Like, did you, Were you hard on yourself about that?
1: Yeah, I I was frustrated with myself. Um I was hard on myself because I wanted to be in a place in my mind and I wasn't there yet. And yeah, I I think I I was really forcing the issue and I was maybe my own problem if that makes sense. Like yeah. my mindset was this has to work or nothing
0: um and has yeah. to work this way
1: yeah it has to work yep. this way or that's it i quit and in my mind that was big fail and that could not happen so
0: <laughs> stubborn as well anna <laughs> um,
1: i am a capricorn sorry oh, that's,
0: that's a european trait <laughs> that i've got there as well
1: <laughs> but you know with that came lots of lessons and i'll be forever grateful I for every single lesson that came with that. So, yeah, like, I think realising that towards the end, uh, so my second child came along, Laura came along, and I started to think to myself, is this actually worth it? Is it actually worth it? And I was so, so close. I was going to pull out, I was going to shut the doors even, like I didn't even know if I was in a position to sell. Um, So I was happy to just close the doors. I was really sitting with it for quite some time, a few months.
0: And then- um, How many years would that have been? Was it about seven year mark, eight year mark?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And then I had a surprise phone call, Danielle, from uh, one of my past clients, and she um, she's now a mindset coach. So she just randomly called me. How are you? I had a dream about you. She says. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we ended up catching up, and she gave me a bit of a shake me up. She said don't do anything don't you dare close the doors <laughs> you have got to come out of this mindset and so she gave me a good lesson and um I stuck with her for quite some time I think you know having strong women behind you can help sometimes probably yeah. most of the time
0: <laughs> agreed <laughs>
1: yeah and she's a mom you know she was doing it she was on her a-game and um I related to her I something spoke you know something spoke to me there and she was able to bring me out of that crappy mindset and into that potential that I saw in myself as a kid you know that magical world that I dreamt dreamt about you know exploring the little herbs and stuff and you know um Yeah, she gave me a bit of a wake me up. I'm like, I'll always be grateful. But the rest sort of unfolded like I realised it wasn't working so I had to do it a different way, Um, yeah. And the scary part for me was um, employment because I had some fears around money and that they'll never be enough because probably you know we always sort of struggled growing up and you know things weren't always straightforward with that we we had to rely on others we relied on our family in Australia for support and we probably had it better off than others because it was there but if it wasn't it was tough um yeah and so Maybe that mindset stuck around for a long time, and so it really challenged me. And so when I finally went into the employment structure, I it's like I could take a breath again. Like I felt like I was in control of my dream, how I ended it. And I remember calling the osteopath who was in the original room with me in the original practice that I, I started in, and I said. Alison, I don't know what to do, you know, like do I sell or do I employ? Because that was the the road cross crossroads. And she said, you know, if you employ, it doesn't mean that your troubles are going to go away, but they're going to be different. It's going to be different. So at the end of the day, it had to be my my own decision. And so I could breathe because I felt like I was empowered and I had control back, not in a negative way, but in the way that I could navigate it the way I wanted to. Yeah. And I think there's this beautiful authenticity that comes with that. And I think, yeah, like I felt like I attracted a whole different type of person to myself. And I still learned through that. Yeah. And training wheels on, but um, and I'm still learning now. Gosh, every day, every day I'm learning. But um, I feel like I have more clarity and more uh, evidence that I can do this. Whatever yep. is, yep. <laughs> I can help more people, and I can bring my message out in this authentic way and and i don't have to uh compromise my family life to do that
0: Um, yeah you've worked it in a way that you've set your boundaries around what you can do with your children and what you can do with your business and now you're working towards that common the common goal as we're saying before for the whole team yeah
1: yeah definitely so it feels Good. like I feel like I'm in a good place still still learning still growing forever but um yeah it's I just I'm so grateful for that journey so grateful
0: yeah what do you think personally so sort of aside from the business what do you think were the hardest things for you um not as a woman as a, just as a person I would say as a woman as a person kind of growing up um, and navigating into this particular industry and, you know, then one year into doing it, becoming a dual, like what, what do you think were the, the biggest challenges along yeah. that path? I think if I really
1: sort of peel all the layers off, yes. <laughs> you know, and dress, <laughs> I, think, I think one of my biggest personal challenges have been caring for what people think. Whether it's my mum, whether it's my neighbour, whether it's my husband, whether it's my children, whether it's my, I don't know, colleagues. I, for a long time, probably since a young age, I just cared way too much what people thought. And so that created gosh, that probably creates some unresourceful behaviors Um, for myself personally, my own health, but then also for others, because um, there's this resistance and friction when it doesn't really need to be there. Um, Trying to prove something, Um, but it's already within us, so, if only we can just relax into that, you know, no one can take something precious away from us, our dreams, our ideas, because it's already ours. Like how can someone, you know, extract that from us? Um, Yeah. 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 And I think trusting, trusting my own um, abilities, um, without others' opinions, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does, absolutely. um, Yeah, I probably stopped too many times along the way to check in with others whether they approve. Um, Or even if I didn't stop to check in, I would create situations to test people in my life to see if they approve. Um, Wasn't necessarily the best way to go about it, um, yeah. Because what I found that they're still there. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. You know, right. I'm
1: still, I'm still supported, and I'm still loved, and I'm not alone. And even though it feels like that sometimes, it's not. It's like this weird facade that we create in our head. So, um, yeah, definitely. Those are the challenging things.
0: And now that you've got two beautiful children Yay. who are growing into strong, independent women like their mother and grandmother, <laughs> yes. how is life with these beautiful girls? Oh, gosh, they're growing
1: too fast. They're growing too fast. Emma is going to school next year and my goal is to be... Uh, in a place where I have a little bit more freedom and flexibility um, and Perhaps slightly different role within my business and So I could be there with her, enjoying that time together uh, and Laura She's two and a half and she's full-on speaking like a little lady pulling sentences together and you know, I, I'm just so proud of them. I'm so, so proud of them. And honestly, I could not do it on my own. I, um when COVID hit right on the borderline um, of the first wave, I needed, I realized I needed extra help. And this was another fear of mine, asking for help. <laughs> okay. So I knew what I had to do, but I was resisting it for at least two years. I knew I could have done it earlier, but I reached out and I got a nanny in place. So three to te- three days a week, they have a nanny, um, and you know we're obviously on the same page with wellness and stuff. But um, two other days, they are with their grandparents, and um, I then. Put a play in place, a cleaner.
0: <laughs> Love the sound of that one. <laughs>
1: because I needed just you know needed decluttered brain and yeah. clarity. So I really you know I don't I can't say anyone could do that you know just go and do that. But um, I I had to. It was an investment. I knew I needed to be there for my business but I knew I needed to be sane for my family. (laughs) So I had to put this in place. And the biggest fear was that, you know, my women that would have judgment on me for doing that. So I had to let that go. I had to be okay with that. And I probably could have done that and maybe have been in a different place, slightly different place now way earlier but i have to congratulate myself for doing that anyway
0: (laughs) you've done it now that's all that matters better late than never as they say
1: yeah yeah so they are they're thriving they're so clever they are um you know they're asking about their friends and they're asking when they can do certain activities and and things but they it's like they get it it's it's really strange how they They're really adaptable and um, they understand and they sort of um, take our lead and they're okay. They're they're all right. Their imagination is thriving still. And yeah, they're happy. They're happy little chickens.
0: Do you feel like 11 years in business, two beautiful children, are you proud of what you have done in that time um, with, won't say children are challenges but children are definitely something that um, make a big impact on a business and you've still managed to grow the business in a direction that you want it to be and put in place the um for well, what you needed for how you foresee your future with the girls at school and the flexibility and the boundaries that you need to put in place
1: a hundred percent a hundred percent like I'm so proud um and I say that with like a really warm, fuzzy feeling in my heart because, you know, as a kid, if you ever had a dream of any sort, like even I just want a bike, like anything, like you, you just the joy and the joy that I see in my girls when they get what they want. Like that, oh, that perseverance and persistence, you can't, it can even, even be just be like ice cream. Like when they get it, they're just like, whoa! It lights them all up yeah and like the you know the persistence that they had to go through to get that ice cream like you finally get your bit of ice cream like of course i'm proud like i'm so proud that you know despite whatever challenges despite um health issues despite um internal mindset turmoils despite um financial difficulties despite pandemics
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's very
1: very appropriate right now (laughs) we can still like soldier on and you know maybe it's not soldier on for maybe it's just finding flow and being real to ourselves and you know being determined to get to that bit of ice cream that we're so so in love with like like if you've got it and you'll you'll always be wondering what would it be like yeah I'm hundred percent proud for going for it and you know I I command any woman who's doing the same any person who's doing the same because it's not always straightforward you know it can go curvy like that but uh, we've got to celebrate each other we've got to because um it's worth it i don't know yeah. that's what's life
0: for <laughs> yeah that's right if you're not doing what you love why do it at all
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: is there anything you would have changed no nah, not a thing not no a regrets thing. i love that
1: no, i wouldn't i wouldn't change well like, i wouldn't extract all the beautiful lessons from what what i've gone through like um wouldn't meet the people that i've met Um, I wouldn't grow myself I'd just stay in the same place and gosh how boring
0: (laughs) did you ever think you were going to be a business owner
1: you know a guy I was friends with in high school he said you're going to be a business person (laughs) (laughs) just to be like what are you talking about (laughs) but um I don't know probably not in so many words I remember when I was still in the village I was trying to put a a village gazette together and I was like really you know this is going to be your task friend and this is going to be your task like I was a little bit like that yeah I probably didn't know what that meant
0: (laughs) (laughs) but a leader a born leader yeah yeah I I think I think I've
1: I couldn't work for anyone else. I a bit to my own, what is it? I I dance to the to the bit of my own drum. My own drum.
0: Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for talking to us today. I have wanted to um chat with you for a long time and I'm so glad that even in a pandemic, we um, got to do it.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for your time and your opportunity to to share a little bit of my story with other women and hopefully someone listening will go oh my gosh yes I will follow that um dream inside and thank you for everything that you do for us sure. and in the shine community like we love you Mwah.
0: oh thank you so much Anna and um I'm sure I will chat to you again soon I've got I've got to hear part two of this story um what's what's next and um what's to come yes <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Anna.
1: See you soon, Danielle. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And thank you to everyone for joining us today. Stay tuned as we'll have another amazing woman in business on the couch very soon. See you later. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode of the She Will Shine podcast, we invite you to check out shewillshine.com.au. SheWillShine is the essential support network you need to grow a thriving, meaningful business. We can help you grow your network, connect and develop genuine relationships, be supported and support others in building and growing a successful business on your terms. Say goodbye to working alone and become a member at shewillshine.com.au.